You're now tuned into the United Resonance Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron McGee. Today, I'm talking hip hop with you, talking about the first rap album I ever bought. So don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and also download. I'm ready to have this conversation. Are y'all ready? All right, let me drop this real quick. So here we are, episode one. Let me start off by saying thank you for listening. I'm glad you've tuned in. And I want to share first that the United Resonance is about community. The whole purpose of me starting this whole thing is because I I often have conversation with different people about music all the time, whether it be songs, whether it be albums, concert experiences, artists, solos, whatever it is. I'm always in a space of talking music with people. But it works because we're talking music together and it's not just me sharing, but it's me and others sharing back and forth. And I love it. So that's what I'm hoping to start here. And I know you guys are going to help me out. So go check out uh, the United Resonance podcast on Facebook. Uh, Go check out at United Resonance on Instagram and then also go check out www.unitedresonance.com. In all three of these places, you can drop a comment, a message or even access the email account as well. Shoot me an email, whatever it is, because it's discussion that I want to have. It's not just sharing. I love to share, but it's not just sharing. It's, it's got to be discussion back and forth. And what I would love to do is take your comments and actually talk about them on air. So let's do it. Let's do it. As we all know, at this point, we're celebrating 50 years of hip hop this year. In addition to that, The very first rap album I ever bought also reached a major milestone celebrating its 20th year anniversary this year. And so I can't tell my musical story without talking about hip hop and its influence on me. And the first album I ever bought had a huge influence on my desire to always be creating, always be thinking outside the box and really exploring, you know, other options for myself as well. So You know, while I want to give a nod to hip hop and I'm going to constantly give a nod to hip hop through this season of episodes, I also want to give a very specific nod to a couple of dope boys in the Cadillac, the player and the poet, the AT aliens, big boy and Andre 3000, a.k.a. Outkast. Their certified diamond and multi Grammy winning album, double album, Speaker Box, The Love Below is 20 years old this year. I bought it 
probably a year or two after it was initially released. So we're talking about 2004, 2005, roughly. And with how I grew up, there was no way that 15 or 16 year old me was coming home from Sam Goody or Virgin Records or wherever I bought music at at that time. Just casually listening to or casually intent on listening to the classic double album. My parents wasn't going for that. So what I did instead was actually ironically funny in my methods of trying to sneak and buy this whole album. So, you know, 2004, 2005, even though sites like YouTube and Pandora had launched, I think, roughly in 2005, I'm almost certain they did not offer whole album streaming like we have today. I'm not sure I was even aware of the existence of YouTube now that I'm thinking about it or Pandora back in 2005. So instead of going to my local music store and instead of, you know, trying to find somebody to get me a copy of the album, I decided to uh, take matters into my own hand and take advantage, quote unquote, take advantage of one of those uh, mail order CD situations that my parents used to get in the mail. I'm sure a lot of people used to get these in the mail back in the early 2000s because I know they were highly uh, relevant back in the 80s and 90s as well. So what I did as a mission was basically to sneak and get the Outcast album using this methodology for buying music. And that is exactly what I did. I bought, um, I think I signed up for like five CDs for $10. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm getting a steal here. Or so I thought. So I ordered a uh, speaker box, The Love Below. And like I said, you know, that the album and its content, my parents weren't going for that. So I knew I knew better. <laughs> I, I knew better. Can't say I did better, but I knew better. And so I also bought uh, Get Lifted by John Legend. And there were three other albums I bought, at least three. I'm saying five CDs for 10, but it, it may not have been that exactly. But it was something very similar to buy multiple CDs for a very low price. And I know that's exactly what I did. The two that I remember, though, are uh, Speaker Box, Love Below, and Get Lifted. And so I bought Get Lifted and the other ones as a way to kind of mask my purchase of the Outcast album. And then ultimately, it didn't end up working because like a month later, I started getting mail <laughs> addressed to 15, 16-year-old Cameron uh, from folks looking for their money. <laughs> so ultimately, I still had to explain my purchases to my parents anyway. I thought I got away with it. I didn't. But hey, that was 15 year old me. So, you know, that's my story of buying the album. But looking back, I don't regret buying the album. I don't regret listening to it. While the the content and some of the themes certainly not appropriate for, uh, you know, a young man at that time. There aren't many people that can match what Big Boy and Andre 3000 did on that album. And so that takes me to favorite songs real quick. So from the speaker box side, I loved ghetto music, bow tie, the way you move, the rooster, church, and tomb of the boom. Quick side note, bow tie, the rooster, and church, they were also featured in the movie Idlewild, which came out three years later. And then from the uh, love below side, I loved Love Hater. That was uh, the first song after the intro to the Love Below album. I love Spread. I'm a guy that loves jazz music and I, I'm a musician, right? So I, I, I really love when 
I hear some musicians doing some things that I can't do, you know, taking the music out and taking it elsewhere. And so there's some solos, you know, some trumpet solos, some piano solos on the Love Below side that it's just like I still love them to this day. So, okay, let me get back to it. Love Hater spread. Happy Valentine's Day. Dracula's Wedding. Prototype. She Lives in My Lap. Take Off Your Cool. And last but certainly not least, this is the one that I think made me forget that Andre 3000 mostly sang on the Love Below side of the album. The last track of the whole thing, A Life in the Day of Andre Benjamin. If you're familiar, you already know what I'm talking about. If you're not, it is five minutes of straight bars, no chorus, no no hook, no nothing. It's just straight bars from stop to finish. And it's really Andre 3000 telling bits and pieces of his life story, coming up with Big Boy, you know, forming Outcast. You know, part of it talks about the Dungeon family and, you know, how they got their beginning as well and some of the transitions he went through in life as well, you know, finding his way and finding his artistry. And so I I love that song just because it's just lyrical madness from beginning to end. So just to talk about the album a little bit more, for me, the whole album sparked a lot of uh, learning of music, lyrics, production, and creativity. The biggest takeaway for me before and even now was the creativity and being true to self-expression. All of my favorite songs on the speaker box side were rapped on by Big Boy. But I, like I said, most of the songs, most of my favorite songs on the Love Below side were sang by Andre 3000. And I didn't really get any sort of album preview. I'm sure there were ways probably to get like an album preview back even back in 2005. But I didn't get an album preview at all. And so I didn't expect so much singing, but I loved all the singing that I heard. I loved every bit of the Love Below side, and I loved every bit of the Speaker Box side. It's kind of like the glue that still makes this a rap album. And it's just the fact that, you know, it's Outkast, it's Andre 3000. He's a rapper, but he's also, this is like, I'm a rapper, but I can sing too. I can be creative and I can be outside of the box. And that's the biggest thing for me. Like, this album was really just like, we can be outside of this box. We can be outside of the box of one what a group album should actually look like. I remember at that time that a lot of people were spreading a lot of rumors about, you know, they're not cool anymore. They beefing and all that other stuff. And which is kind of weird because it's like, well, if they are beefing, well, then why wouldn't the record label just, you know, force them to put out solo albums if that's the case, but they weren't really beefing and, and they've squashed those rumors so much over the last 20 years, literally two decades of squashing rumors that they have had issues with each other. And so, you know, that's first and foremost, it's outside of the box of what a group album can be because you have so much creativity stemming from both these guys. And, you know, the other side of it, you know, as a, as a sub point to uh, that first point I'm making there, especially with the rumors and everything else, they actually were on each other's sides. <laughs> You know, uh, Andre 3000, he's on a few of the songs on the speaker box side and Big Boy, he's on a couple of the songs and one of the skits on the Love Below side. And so it's very it's very like out of the box thinking from what a, a group album could look like. It's out of the box thinking for, you know, 
this is a rapper. So this is what a rap album should sound like. No, not quite. This is what I can do as well. It's self-expression. And that's the last point there, self-expression. So I, I loved it. I still love it to this day. I still listen to bits and pieces of the album today. I have it on a couple of different playlists for myself, but um, still love it. So um, go check it out. I'm a huge Outkast fan. Love those guys. There's nothing more that I want than those two to come back together and make some music together again. But, you know, we've had other rumors that have came out, you know, about Andre 3000 possibly putting out music. We've had music, I think, from Big Boy. But, you know, there's nothing more that I want than those two to come together and put out some music. So. So that's it for this episode of the United Resonance podcast. I want to thank you for listening and checking this out. Like I said before, go drop me a line, go drop me a comment, a message, an email, whatever it is that you're most comfortable with. Share what you're listening to. Share with me what the first rap album you ever bought was, why you bought it, and how'd you feel after listening to it? Let's go. Let's keep the conversation going. Thank you for listening.